right, Aaron. I need to know, were we wrong to start the bracket before Turning Red came out? Was this our biggest blunder uh, to date? No. I, we, it definitely would have been included in the bracket. Uh, but I think because it came out in March, it's hard to say this definitely needed to be included. Like, Encanto has been out for long enough. The the, the impact is definitely very much felt already. Yeah, we made for the first round of the Disney animated movie madness, the damn bracket. And we got... The damn bracket. And we got... Danger, watch behind you. We went to sit down and we realized that Turning Red wasn't just available in theaters or behind the paywall on Disney+. Plus. It's there if you want to watch it. And we did. We were like, okay. I mean, you're going to put it out there. We're going to bite that bait. You know, I think, though, it probably is best that it wasn't in the bracket because we probably should just do a full episode on it anyway. Uh, quite possibly. Um, we may... I, I'm not 100% sure what we would talk about with it. Not that there isn't anything. I'm just not sure what we would talk about specifically. It might be a Disney catch-up because we never did Encanto either, and yet we're going to probably talk a lot about it in this one. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, for those of you – well, no. Let's cut this little part out. Yes, and we're also going to talk about a lot about Elizabeth. And a lot about Aaron. And, and a lot about Mary to the, the idea. idea. <laughs> if you're going to change the format, you've got to be ready to roll with it. I know. I know. <laughs> Plug party. Facebook. Patreon. Married to the idea. Email us. Married to the idea reviews at, g- at gmail.com. Website. Married to the idea dot Make sure you're following us on Facebook because we have the bracket set up with our 16 seed rankings. No, this is 32. We're down to 32 64. Slots. So we start with 64. Yeah, we're now we down now to 32. We now have the 32 bracket up as well to be following along, see if you're with us or against us <laughs> as we move forward into the second round of the damn bracket. Uh, so do you want to give them a quick uh, uh, recap on the rules just yes, very quickly? Yes, absolutely. Uh, remember, we picked the movies that went into this, so we're really sorry if your favorite isn't in here. But we picked and are judging based on four criteria. Number one, nostalgia. Number two, quality of film. Number three, rewatchability. And number four, least problematic. <laughs> and I feel like least problematic actually got rid of most of the problematic movies when the first round was finished. So I think we may need to worry about that less as we move forward uh it, it will still be a factor but it definitely won't be as big of a factor yeah, uh, because we yeah we got rid of a lot of problematic stuff uh we uh also special rule that aaron came up with we each have one veto that we are allowed to use each round last round we stayed until the very end and we still had ones we were sad with and had to flip a coin at the end of it so yeah. i've planned out my veto very carefully for this one <laughs> so yes veto is um uh we get one per round or one per essentially section um, going from 64 to 32 and then 32 to 18, so on and so forth. Um, and if we cannot concede for whatever reason, uh, we leave it up to a coin flip because it's, there are going to be some of these. It's got to be the luck of the draw and it's going to hurt regardless. So, yeah, um, so. especially with this next one. And I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and say this. I have not updated it with the, the current winners. OK, I have the current winners here in my lap. Aaron is working with his one, which is not accurate anymore. So we'll not, see how we not go. entirely. There are some uh, discrepancies. I'll keep you on point. So, uh, yes, follow along if you'd like or just listen and uh, let's get rolling. All right. Our first matchup in the second round, Atlantis the Lost Empire versus Zootopia. Uh, this was actually a tough one for me because, again, it was two really kind of impactful movies. Um, I enjoyed both of them overall, uh, but it was it was tough. And I, I, uh, what I, for those of you who listened to the other episode and are listening to this, you'll know um, if you're jumping into this one, I'm not sure why. Uh, but I said I have a system of putting a star next to the really tough matches. This is the first star for this already. Oh, really? Yeah, this one was. This one is, might be the second or third most tough for this uh, set. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't have thought we'd get that so quickly in this. <laughs> I know, and it's th- this round is probably the hardest with some of these because we go from like kind of you know cupcake games essentially or cupcake matches to like 
absolute knuckle bare knuckle brawling knockout drag out fights that will be decided when one is essentially knocked out and the other one is fully almost fully knocked out but it can still twitch a finger <laughs> like that's how close this is gonna be all right um i think honestly this one is tricky because atlantis is so near and dear to our heart but it is a commercial failure by monetary metrics good thing we're not using money as one of the judging factors so personally i also have a hard time with this one i think i know what it's gotta be but i also would be heartbroken calling it so i'm i'm honestly not sure i i understand that i gotta go zootopia again i had to pick zootopia too okay okay yeah and i really do love atlantis and i think i would watch it again but the zootopia soundtrack is a banger and i listen to it all the time i know aaron does too i do love the messaging even though the villain is weak sauce the Atlantis villain is even more weak sauce. So He is and he isn't. He's a stronger villain overall, but the relationships that both movies have are very strong. I just like uh, uh, the one in Zootopia a little bit more. And it's a damn shame because Kida is such a great Disney princess that she just is. gets lost from that she every does. single time. Absolutely. <sighs> but yes. it sucks and that's that's the problem too is there, there's gonna be another matchup here soon that is absolutely going to oh yeah. yeah yeah i think we're gonna have to get a divorce over this. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there when we get there uh aaron our next matchup sword in the stone versus frankenweenie which i had neither of those advancing so i had i had one of these advancing i'm still on track for this one yeah no this 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 part of the bracket is uh, busted for me. Um, <laughs> so, Sword in the Stone versus Frankenweenie. If I have to choose between those two, it's Sword in the Stone. I got to choose Sword in the Stone, too. And I'm actually really excited to have an old-school Disney movie make its way into the final 16. I did not think that was going to happen because you and I are Renaissance uh, simps. Yeah. <laughs> like, we enjoy the classic Disney movies, the Golden, Silver, and Bronze Age movies. Those are fine. They're not our favorites by any means. We are Renaissance babies. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, Sword and Stone. Absolutely. Let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland versus Toy Story 2. This one was a little tough, but ultimately it's it's pretty clear who the winner is. I, I think so, too, but it does break my heart just a little bit. Hmm. Who did you have advancing? Toy Story 2. Same. Okay. I was a little worried that it was going to be Alice, but... No, I it breaks my heart because it's such... It's really such a very good movie. Um, but if you look at straight up, like, rewatchability, I have to be honest with myself. I have not watched Alice in Wonderland in years. years. But Toy Story 2 is the best of the Toy Story quadrilogy. And <laughs> it yeah. is... It's, it's so good. Overall, Toy Story 2 is the best of all four. I agree. So... Yeah. It had to be Toy Story too. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll Sword in the Stone will go to fight for Alice. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Okay. Monsters Inc. versus Sleeping Beauty. <sighs> Seeing as is, I didn't have Sleeping Beauty advance. I, mean, I also I, didn't I... have Monsters Inc. advance. So we're both. What do you think we should do? Um, I'm still pulling for monsters. I think monsters. Sleeping Beauty is a classic and uh, absolutely needs to go down in the echelon of history. Monsters, Inc. is just a better movie overall. I think so, too. Just, again, for all of our factors. I'm shocked that we are so in so much agreement. I mean, we that's fought because, a lot in the first episode. Yeah. There was a lot of tension, and we haven't even gotten to the hard ones. I feel yeah. like this year, we're, like, whittling down to our favorites, and we're like, I like both of them, but one is clearly better. We're going to get to a point where we are not going like to said, agree. very, very soon. Very, very soon. Um, I agree. I really love the uh, aesthetic of Sleeping Beauty, but that's not enough to make up for the paper thin characters yeah that being said best disney villain uh maleficent oh yeah straight up yeah I, i'm a more particular to other ones but maleficent is just overall really really good like she she may not be my favorite but like it's one of those situations where if you make some sort of requirements or um grading scale for which we've disney done villains. we've done a disney villain episode that's right before. that's right yeah I, and I said don't change a damn thing about maleficent let her be evil yeah. as hell <laughs> exactly 
So, yeah, uh, absolutely Monsters, Inc. Uh, goes on. All right, Aaron. Here comes our first fight. A goofy Mufi versus the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, so looking at both movies, uh, this is another star for me, FYI. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame's soundtrack is absolutely ethereal. It is uh, – it moves you in the way that, like, going to a church service could – it's dark in all the right ways and scary ways that Disney has not done for a very long time. Or almost since. So it's Hunchback of Notre Dame is something that needs to be talked about in best animated movies. Goofy movie still wins. No, Hunchback wins. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Okay, so I didn't grow up with a Goofy movie at all. This is Aaron's baby. It's, he... it's not. I did grow up with it. I fully, fully recognize that. I've watched that movie no less than six times since I've uh, turned 20. It still holds up. It's a fi- In fact, it gets better every time I watch it. Hunchback is a good movie, and I enjoy watching it. The rewatchability is absolutely there. It's problematic out the wazoo. I will admit, much like my other problematic favorites, I am in love with what this movie could have been. All the groundwork is there. It could have gone harder. And it could have cut out some things, and it could have been a stronger movie for it. But if you can't tell me that Heaven's Light and Hellfire is not some of the greatest scene in Disney history, then this is where we part ways. Because that scene outshines the entirety of a Goofy movie. It doesn't. Oh, it does, though. No. Oh. The, rela- the, uh, the moment where Goofy and Max are fighting literally as their car jumps from stone formation to stone formation, yelling at each other, trying to get the other one to see their point of view. And Max says, I just want to live my own life. And Goofy saying, I know, I just want to be a part of it. Heart-wrenching. No, I, I will not budge. Hunchback is good. Hunchback against almost any other movie that we've talked about so far probably would win. Hunchback... Hunchback against some of my other choices would absolutely win. It is not beating a Goofy movie. I can't use my veto here. I have to save it. So, dang it. Okay. Yes. Yes, a Goofy movie I, goes I on. I understand. And uh, there are probably people yelling at me right now. Like, uh. how dare you pick <laughs> some dumb little movie. It's not a bad movie. Aaron's, no. Aaron's correct. A Goofy movie is but a when really I have good movie. One, two. Oh, I thought I had three. When I have so at much least artwork, so much signed stuff from the voice actors. Aaron loves this movie to death. It would, when we get to a later movie, he's gonna have to give it to me as well, and I and we're gonna have to have that discussion. But I will at this point concede. We will let a goofy movie move on to our next round. I appreciate that because uh, it is in a it's in a tough bracket already. Um, There's a I, lot of good ones in this bottom yeah, left bracket. Yeah, this bottom left bracket is Ooh, yeah. probably the more stacked of the, the brackets. Of all, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, our next competitors. Lilo and Stitch versus Tarzan. Um, I like Tarzan, but it's no contest. It's Lilo and Stitch. I agree, it's Lilo and Stitch. Uh, I really do like Tarzan, but if we're talking about just nostalgia and uh, rewatchability oh yeah Lilo and stitch like it was it was finding nemo and Lilo and stitch were the movies we always watched all the time on all of our trips those are just the dvds that we wore out that being said i did have the tarzan n64 game and i played that a lot so the soundtrack is burned into my brain and i will forever love glenn Keane and the deep canvas technology that they created so you could surf through the trees so mind-blowingly cool but Lilo and Stitch is the better film in quality. It is the better film in storytelling. It's. I haven't told Liz this yet, but there is a secret, like, fifth, sixth, seventh uh, qualifier for me. And it's uh, the Kingdom Hearts variable. <laughs> Go on. Uh, it is not a true variable. It's just something, like, if I get really, really kind of, like, I don't know. Th- this is something I will kind of consider. Um, and for those of you who have played Kingdom Hearts may know what I'm talking about. To me, it's how good would the level of this movie be in Kingdom Hearts? If it really comes down to it, and I really need like some sort of flipping. Um, the Tarzan level in Kingdom Hearts 1 was fine. 
for the most part. There were some really kind of, not going to like some bitchy things that happen in the. It's not the worst level in Kingdom Hearts 1, but it's close to it, if not the worst. Um, whereas is, I think a Lilo and Stitch level would have been really, really cool. Like maybe there would be some space stuff and like uh, in um, alien themed Heartless or uh, um, I can I can see where it would be kind of bad where maybe you have to do like an escort mission with Lilo or something like that. But Stitch as a playable or a, as a um, party member, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> He's gonna be like an AOE uh, or DPS kind of person. Well, at least we have <laughs> at least as always these are all perfectly acceptable things to be judging these movies on and not in any way biased in any way we are <laughs> we are objective to the end so yes lulu and stitch moves on to our next round and now we come to the big one this this, this is going to hurt this is probably going to be a good chunk of our time yep, already it so absolutely is. So, yeah, how about this how yep. about this mm -hmm. do you want to skip this one and talk about the next one and then come back to it because that way we can finish the side sure okay so, uh, our final matchup before we get back to the one that's going to hurt us is Hercules versus Frozen. And I went with Hercules. Same. Okay, cool. Okay. That's easy. <laughs> done. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we've got this side done. All right. Wally versus Beauty and the Beast. <sighs> I don't think we're, either one of us is going to change our mind, so it's up to us to present the best case as possible. Okay. Let us. I think we're going to have to compare. I think we're going to have to compare. So uh, let's compare. No, we can't do that either. It's, Elizabeth, it's too emotional. Elizabeth, everyone knows I'm going to pick Wally. -E. Everyone knows that you are going to pick Beauty and the Beast. This is not a a thing that uh, it, 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 this is. There is no comparison. This is your favorite movie of all time versus one of my favorite movies of all time. It's not my top Disney pick of all time, but it is absolutely your Disney pick of all time. Top movie. Of all time. I bought you a giant ass poster for Christmas. I bought you Wally plushies. <laughs> I know we can't. I can't even do that to you. I can't even put it up to a coin flip. I will just concede. Really? You conceding with a goofy movie allowed that to kind of be easier for me. But understand if it goes the way I think it's going to go. We are going to have a very tough conversation. I, I completely understand. Yes, we we eventually are going to get to our favorites. It's going to be so hard to be... I think what we need to do is when we do get into the final eight, we need to take a long, hard look at how brackets are usually done. It's not by which one you want to win. It's which team do you think is the better. And when we get into the next round, we will have to just objectively take a look at it and see... Yeah, and we've been good so far about being objective I enough. I think we have, and I really appreciate. It. I was going to use my veto for this. This was this was going to be my. I one. was thinking about it too, but I decided against it. Okay. Because I could, I couldn't do that to you. This, that would be like you vetoing a goofy movie. I for couldn't me. have done that to you. No, see, so. I, we've we've. <laughs> and, 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 we're soft. You're all going to say we're soft in the comments. You want to knock out brawl. We're just. We, we like each other too much. <laughs> uh, and this isn't supposed to be a fight. This is supposed to be a debate at, at worst. This should be something that is just us having fun and comparing. And if we had really wanted this to be like a fight, we would not have put these in the same side. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, there's there are brackets that are weaker and stronger through the randomization. Things are going to get to the end that I'm like, what? In the, how in the yeah, world did I've it got, get here? I've got one going to the final four, actually, that is surprising. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of mine that made to the final four was Wreck-It Ralph, and it got eliminated straight out the gate. So I'm yeah. I, mine is pretty much shot for that one was a, quarter. Unfortunately, a one and none kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so right. moving up to the top of the right hand, uh, we, we have are Fox and the Hound and, and the Emperor's, Emperor's New Groove. Groove. It's Emp the Emperor's, Emperor's New Groove. Groove. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clean and house now. Great Mouse Detective versus Aladdin. It's it's an easy choice, hon. Like, both movies are great. Both movies are rewatchable. Only one of them has the genie. It's Aladdin. It's Aladdin. It's Aladdin. I wrote it down, too. It, it has to be Aladdin. And I love Great Mouse Detective. And I'm really glad that it made it farther into the bracket. Because I think not a lot of people talk about it. 
I think it's a really fun movie. As far as, you know, the Disney doing the whole mice on adventure thing, I think they they usually do that really well. We've got rescuers yeah. down under for that. We've got Great Mouse Detective for that. Like, they do it well. They do. And in, the, in their interpretation of Sherlock Holmes or Basil, Basil. Uh, <laughs> is actually fun. But there are some moments that kind of still, like, creep me out overall. Uh, not in a bad way, but, like, it does make it to rewatching it just a little tough. Oh, it's a little scary, yeah. yeah. Uh, our next matchup, 101 Dalmatians versus Mulan. I know which one you're going to go for. Uh, do you? Okay, I will say that for all of its problems... I think Mulan is the better feature. That's the one I picked too. Really? Because 101 Dalmatians was like your kid favorite movie. It is, but it, it that only gets it so far. Like I do like 101 Dalmatians. I like the animation and the illustration style. Cruella Deville is a pretty decent um, villain. Your boss. <laughs> um, but like, and she has some kind of poignant lines. But oh, Mulan is just a better movie overall. Even with Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy, not fully annoying, but not fully not annoying either. But, I mean, Milan this, N just is so, so good in this movie. The same uh, Asian content creator that put together all the Southeast Asian people talking about Raya, she did a breakdown of the Mulan animated movie. Uh, and she's like, listen, guys, I, I know that there are going to be problems with this, but I did both this and the live action, and the live action sucks for re representation. This one, you can tell the animators did their homework. There actually is a lot of cool things brought in from our culture here, and I support it as a person of Asian descent. And I'm like, if someone in the, if someone in the game says that it's their pick, I got to go with their pick. <laughs> uh, and again, bringing back in the Kingdom Hearts variable, uh, KHV, uh, the one hundred ones Dalmatians was uh, part of the Kingdom Hearts series was always a little awkward, uh, not terrible, but just a little awkward. It, whereas the Mulan level, you get to fight like over a hundred Heartless at once. Kind of cool. It is very cool. We are now to the final uh, of the top right bracket of our third bracket, and my my bracket in this section is. Complete. I have gotten it right every single time. We are now to the last one, though. Encanto versus Robin Hood. Yes, it's Encanto. Of course it's Encanto. Of course it's Encanto. Of course, but I love Robin Hood so much. Oh. Uh, the Robin Hood's Maid Marian, uh, she is snack. <laughs> it's, it's such a cute movie. It's a great Robin Hood adaptation. The it story is. is wonderful, and the characters it are inspi fun. It inspired friend uh, uh, Carson to be Robin Hood eventually one day, and he has got to live that dream quite a few times. It's so enjoyable. It's such a it's such a nostalgic like comfort movie for me. That would be a movie I would rewatch over and over. However, we did watch Encanto three times in the past month. I think we have to be honest with ourselves and say that this movie is going to stand the test of time. I fully believe it. I really enjoy it. And, and it might be like a fervor uh, uh, with it too, but it, it's, yeah, it's in Kanto. My third bracket remains intact. We Actually, I think I am, I'm intact too. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, Fox and Hound, Emperors, uh, Great Mass Detective, Aladdin, 101 Dalmatians, Mulan, Encanto, and then Robin Hood. Yep. Yeah, I'm still I'm still solid for this one. I, I think the third one is the only one I've been intact on. My first one got wrecked immediately. Second one just got wrecked. So only the third bracket is solid for me. Uh, yeah, my third bracket, or my, my second bracket is not completely broken, but it is uh, going to be broken. It's about to get fractured. We now go on to the fourth bracket, which actually I think is going to be one of the harder brackets as well. And we start with the Aristocats versus Treasure Planet. It's Treasure Just, Planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aristocats is a fun movie. Adorable. And, and, it's, and uh, the music is kind of fun in it, too. It's Super Treasure Planet. It's Treasure Planet, Planet guys. We've, if you need to know why, go watch our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We, it, was, it, was at our, it was either our second, third, fourth, or fifth episode where we compare Treasure Planet to Muppet Treasure Island. I know, and I don't think I ever got you on my side on that no. one. If we were comparing those two, Aaron would not give me the win. Nope. But in this one, he will. I'm sorry. 
one is a really good movie with sci-fi elements incorporated actually kind of decently into a fantasy element uh, with pirates and everything like that. The other one has Tim Curry. <laughs> That's reason enough. Fair. Tim Curry, honestly, going ham. Very ham. He should go ham. Uh, so next is Tangled and Onward. No. Oh, that's... I used my veto on this. That's right. I, yeah. Okay, so it's Tangled and Princess and the Frog. It's, it's Tangled. tangled. Uh, I know. Princess and the Frog walked so Tangled could run, you guys. Because Disney thought they couldn't do... To be honest, Disney thought they couldn't do that storyline anymore. They went back to basics for Princess and the Frog with a with a princess romance story. And the audience didn't cling to it. And I think it has everything to do with story as opposed to the characters or the animation. Disney always thinks, oh, 2D's dead. It's not. We all want it. Please bring it back. But in this instance, Tangled just tells it is a renaissance film. It is, for all its 3D nature, it captures the characters beautifully. The story is great. I love Eugene Fitzherbert. He is everything. <laughs> we watched the whole Tangled series because of this movie, and it is just as good as the film. Tangled is a great film. We've done an episode on it, too. It deserves to win. Tangled's better than Frozen in every Oh, absolutely way. it is. Goddamn right. We only have two more matchups to go, Aaron. And next, from your veto, because I would have fought to the ends of the earth for Moana. Moana made it to the final eight, I want you to know. But you vetoed me on this. So mm -hmm. we have Coco versus Ratatouille. I actually don't know which way you're going to fall on this. Okay, make your make your prediction. Um, personally, knowing what I know about you, I I honestly don't I honestly don't know. I know one of these has been your favorite for a very long time, and it speaks to you on a level. And then the other one is so emotionally poignant to you that like it makes you weep. So I really don't know which way you're going to fall on this. For those of you who don't know, Coco, uh, uh, I lost my grandmother not that much before this movie came out i think it was maybe a couple of months and it was kind of a even though she was a little older it was still kind of sudden so to see him do what he does at the end of the movie and then what how the movie ends yeah i was bawling so i still picked ratatouille really mm -hmm. wow i cannot believe that coco it has it, it's this was another star because actually before I had Tangled going up against Onward, and that was a tough one for me as well. But it's 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 Ratatouille. Wow. Because there's so many reasons. Coco is a great movie overall, and I did love the music and the cultural representation and the quote unquote twists. Like honestly, the twist in Coco is stronger than the the twist quote unquote in Ratatouille. But Ratatouille just. I, when I think of best Pixar movies, Ratatouille is in the top three. And I think I'm really glad that a Brad Bird movie is going to make it another round because <laughs> we, we kicked out The Incredibles, and I felt very bad about that. So I actually, uh, in this matchup, uh, I would have picked Ratatouille as well. I think the message is great. I think it's a unique story. And I like that it doesn't, it's not just like a, it is a happy ending, but not the happy ending that you're expecting yeah. when it gets to that point. Oh, and of course it's, it's nature on critique. Yeah. Just so poignant. And uh, then also Patton Oswald. And also Patton Oswald. Not doing secret life of pets. No, absolutely not. All right. We are down to our final one and I don't know which way this is going to go to be quite honest. And it's funny because I well you you were about to have to use your veto, but I was nice to you, so we've not really had to use our vetoes. We have not used a veto this entire round. Those do not roll over. We no. are not going to get the, more of them this next round. But we finally have for our last of the thirty-two bracket, the Jungle Book versus the Rescuers Down Under. Oh crap! I. Yeah, that was one that got completely broken for me. Yeah. Because I have Peter Pan versus Toy Story. Yeah. So. You, you, all right. So, so Aaron, we Jungle have a brand Book new... versus Rescuers Down Under. Yes. I'm going Rescuers Down Under. I think I am going to go Rescuers Down Under, too. Down Under. Down Under. Uh, the Jungle Book, actually, when you adjust for inflation, is like one of the best performing Disney movies. Which makes no sense to me. It's not a bad movie by any means. It's still a good Disney movie, but... 
one of the best. I know. I it's strange it, to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think out of nowhere, Red Sewers Down Under is going to make it into the final 16, which is exciting. We have a couple of exciting oldies in here that I'm pretty intrigued about. Should we keep going? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're let's let's move on to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. All right, we are now into the Sweet Sixteen. Our first matchup: Zootopia versus Sword in the Stone. We know what it's going to be, but let's talk about it for just a minute. <laughs> uh, I, something we addressed in the the last episode with um, uh, with uh, Sword in the Stone. Uh, talking about how great the animation is, how it was actually groundbreaking in some ways, and it's kind of a fun, episodic kind of movie um, where this almost could have been a series, and it would have done probably just as well, if not better. Um, but it, it still, to me, it's a good movie, but the flaws of the time that it was made in are so glaringly obvious. Here, speak to me about these flaws. I'm really trying to the think about it. The, the pacing is slow. The songs, honestly, are lackluster. Like, To and Fro is meh. Like, the Magic Fight's kind of fun. Mad Madam Mim is a fun song, but I couldn't tell you the lyrics. Whereas I can almost sing um, uh, uh, Try Anything or Try Everything yeah. by Shakira. <laughs> but, like, it's it's tough it's not a bad movie i do actually like merlin in this movie a lot and madame mim is a fun antagonist i wouldn't call her a true villain i call her more of an antagonist yeah i think sword in the stone it doesn't really have a true antagonist it really is society which uh, except I think... for that fucking barracuda oh god yeah Ooh. or that that, that fish yeah, yeah. that fish is pure evil, evil. I God. hate sunshine. Eva! I hate it, hate it, hate it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Stone of Stone is, is a real, like, I actually think I do want to go watch it again because there is something Oh, yeah. There, there is rewatchability it. with that, but, but Zootopia. Zootopia. Which, again, I did not have this going this far. I'm I'm still, my, my bracket is totally busted on this side. Uh, yeah. As we move into the second of our first bracket... Toy Story 2 versus Monsters, Inc. And again, I had The Incredibles going here, so I've got nothing to say here. <laughs> um, And this is tough. This was uh, actually uh, before I had Zootopia go up against Big Hero 6, and that was a bit of a tough matchup for me. Uh, more so because, like, okay, I like both of these movies, but which one do I like more just overall? And, uh, and, and obviously I had Zootopia going. This one was another tough matchup for me. But ultimately, looking at co overall quality of story, of pacing, of rewatchability, everything. And honestly, a big factor is nostalgia for me. Because even these movies came out around the same time. But Toy Story 2 is slightly more nostalgic for me. Just slightly. It is for me, too. Like, I love the relationship between Boo and Sully. It's It's peak for me. And I love... Mike and Sully's relationship too. I love that they have this blow up and then Mike just comes back and says, you know what? You should have been a bit more honest with me <laughs> in the middle of a fight where Sully is dying. And he's like, I just want us to be friends again. And he's like, please, Mike, please just now's not the time. <laughs> it's, it's great comedy. It is really good comedy. And I don't think there's that many laughs at all in Toy Story 2. Really thinking about it. It's like two separate stories that eventually converge back in the middle. It is truly Woody's story. And for that reason, I feel like Monsters, Inc. is a more fully rounded and realized film because it doesn't seem to sideline any of its characters. And I like that Waternoose as a villain is still like he still likes Sully and he still says that he would be a better scarer. And like it's it's complex in a way that some villains aren't while still being terrifying because he's a giant tarantula. Uh, crab tarantula. Crab tarantula. Um, that spider crab. My spider crab. Uh, that being said, when somebody loves you is when, arrows when to I my heart. When I read that uh, t Tim Allen and um, Tom Hanks watched this movie together, and that they actually had to stop their showing because they were crying too hard. Mm -hmm. They're like, "You have never seen two men cry as hard as we did when we were watching this movie together." Like, 
it 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 is so heartbreaking heart-wrenching just and it's and it's not like it's going to do it to you from the get-go it builds it has a slow build and as it builds and and uh, i forget the singer's name her hauntingly beautiful uh melodies and just oh it's it's like the perfect heartbreak song because it's not just like a romantic heartbreak this is like when somebody loved me i felt perfect i felt complete and now that i'm i'm not i don't know what the hell i am and it's oh and the animation is so well done the theory that that little girl was actually Andy's mom makes so much sense. And, and even still, like, weirdly enough, the incorporation and introduction of Zerg? <laughs> like, like what, this dumb Darth Vader ripoff does a really good job. Like, let's be perfectly honest. I think so too. Uh, yeah. I and like all oh, the the fight scene on the elevator is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go play catch you with my, my dad. You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> Good throw, son. <laughs> See the comedy when it when it is there, it is memorable. It is not entirely. And Stinky Pete is not the best villain. Even again, though I don't think well, the best movies in Pixar or Disney. I don't think the best movies have like like. Either go evil with your villain or have the villain be society. And I know that sounds like we live in a society when I say that out loud. But live in a society. hear me out. It's more like, what do we do? Do we stay with people knowing that one day it's all going to end? Or do we hope for more, for like for greater, for immortality? Like These are yeah. really complex hope, hope questions. For the hope for the greater good. So great, so good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Even though um, what's his face turns in a hell of a performance because he's a great actor, he's not a great person, but he's a great actor. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Um, good villain voice. Yes, he's oh, he's such a great voice actor. He's such a good actor. Um, his eventual turn is not as complete as Waternoose's. Like Waternoose's felt more after the fact. Looking back, Water News felt fine. Stinky Pete, not the way he doesn't want to be, it's not as good. It could have been a lot better, but I do like this is where Woody came from and the the prejudices and like the last shot at like essentially um immortality and you know and him trying to help out his new friends and and feeling appreciated for who he is, not just for being the leader or being Buzz's best friend, but for being Woody the cowboy. And it, it's it's just a better movie overall. Fair enough. I mean it's I concede. It, yeah, it, it is a it is a number like it is a high number versus a high number. Like <laughs> well, we're gonna find that more and more as we go through. Yeah, exactly. This is uh this is gonna be tough. Um our next matchup, we're going down into our second bracket. Our first matchup, a Goofy movie versus Lilo and Stitch. I will let you know a Goofy movie didn't make it this far, so it was really easy for me to pick Lilo and Stitch when it wasn't going up against a Goofy movie. Because now Aaron's looking at me with puppy dog eyes. and Oh, it's not puppy dog. <laughs> there ain't no behind these eyes. I think Lilo and Stitch is a better movie based on the criteria that we have listed out here for nostalgia, for quality, for rewatchability. I think it does well and good by all of those. I love Chris Sanders. I love these watercolor backgrounds. I love the alien stuff. And I love the family drama stuff. Like that family drama stuff is so stupid compelling. And I love the heartbreak behind it. It's, it's, and I'm lost. I'm lost. And it's still so funny. And Elvis is there. And the end scenes where they have the postcards of them all traveling together. <laughs> if Lilo and Stitch went up against any of the other victors that that we just talked about, it would win. It would beat Toy Story 2, maybe. But it would definitely beat Zootopia. It's not going to be a goofy movie for me. Do you want me to make it easy on no, you? No, I'm, I'm looking at my bracket. I'm looking and see if I'm going to save that veto for anything else. Uh, oh, God. 
Make it easy for me. I'm vetoing. Okay. Aaron vetoes Lilo and Stitch. It's a goofy movie moves on. Lilo and Stitch is a solid movie throughout. Yes, I love the inclusion of Elvis. The watercolor backgrounds are beautiful. And overall, story structurally, it is a stronger movie. But the relationship between Max and Goofy from start to end is better than... I'm going to get some flack off of this. Lilo and Nani. And and the reason is is not because one is told better than the other or oh they're female but female problem no nothing along those lines the mistakes that Nani makes because she is inexperienced in raising a child her sister her sister as her daughter like that's oh gosh it's it it is incredibly tough but there are choices that Nani makes that I don't agree with whereas goof I have been a child watching this understanding uh, Max. I have now been an adult who does not have a child who understands Goofy. I, now, granted, I'm not a female nor someone trying to raise their sister, but there are still some decisions that Nani makes that I don't necessarily agree with. Not like it causes me not to want to watch the movie. It's gotten this far, honestly, because of me. A Goofy movie is still better overall on all four factors. Mm. Now, I will say it does have the advantage on the uh, KHV because I think I still think a go- I I think a goofy movie one would be like eh. something to do with Powerline and that would be it. Yeah, it'd be like the uh, the aerial level on uh, Kingdom Hearts two where it's literally just a giant mini game. Mm-hmm. All right, Aaron uses veto under yep. protest. Now that's what the veto I, I was made for. S- yeah, I will say. These were all of this side was tougher than all of the next side, with one exception. Yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. Yeah. All right, our final in bra- uh, our final in the second section of our bracket: Beauty and the Beast versus Hercules. Hercules has got some problems, y'all. I love it to pieces, but it's got problems. It had to be a much stronger movie to compete with Beauty and the Beast. I still love it; it's still enjoyable, but it is not going any farther than this. Yeah, this it's 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 a great movie. I love the inclusion of the soundtrack. I oh my god, Susan Egan. I know. Oh, we if, love I get to, Susan. if I ever get to meet her, I. Such I a mean, warm I'd, voice. I'd, be, I'd react the same way as I got to meet you know Bill Farmer and uh, Jason Marsden. It's Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. It's a stronger movie overall. I remember being excited for Hercules and then watching him like, okay, that was still a fun movie. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, um, I will say that also Hercules is the only one that had a level in all. One of the only movies that had a level in all three games. I know they were really excited about it every single time. I love fighting the Titans. They had they had some really good stuff each time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think the the levels were strong each time. With the first one being more of not a mini game, but like not a true level. But I remember when we were playing the first Kingdom Hearts, you'd played before. I had never seen it. And Beast shows up. I've had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and Beast is included in the first game because Bella is, but you don't see Beast's castle until the second game. Mm-hmm. Which, I will honestly, say it was a little disappointing. I it's thought not so, terrible. too. It could have been better. It could have been a lot better. Um, my bracket is shot on this side. The only one that actually made it through that I had picked was Beauty and the Beast. Everything else is just a complete wash, so we are going into this end game totally blind for me, but we are now moving over to the right side. We are going to face off actually some really strong contenders here we're about to really break some hearts and i don't one of these i do not know what i'm going to do i don't know at all so is it this first one nope nope it's not this one all right our first oh i know which one (laughs) thank you it's gonna hurt me specifically me we move on to the emperor's new groove versus aladdin should i call you al or maybe just din how about laddie i don't know man these are two comedy movies. These are two comedic Disney movies going head to head in a way that we have not done this entire thing. These movies are both so good. And considering Robin Williams and considering the strife behind Emperor's New Groove, like I honestly don't know how to play this one out. I've picked one. I don't think it's the right answer, but it's the answer that feels like good in my heart. And I don't think it's right at all, but emotionally, I picked it. I picked Emperor's New Groove. Okay, I did too. No! Oh my god! 
Yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's it was incredibly tough because Aladdin is a is a little nostalgic for me, and then now as an adult, I I love Robin Williams. Like there, he had a lot of personal issues uh, that did eventually cause his uh, unfortunate you know his, his unfortunate death, and uh, I look back at the good he did and like the the emotional impact his movies had on me and his god his just his way of delivering lines his improv is bar none like it's him robin williams in his entirety makes this movie the genie might be like my favorite character in I, disney, I, disney the, uh, I before i even knew what disney bounding was i disney bound as genie who was disney bounding as robin williams i didn't even know that when yeah. i did it at the time yeah <laughs> but robin williams loved this role he hated not being able to do more with it because disney was basically like oh we're disney we can do whatever the hell we want mm -hmm. and he, and robin was like fuck around and find out and they did <laughs> and they found out they did and i and he even makes the third movie more bearable it's I do like the third movie. We didn't put it on here, but the third movie. The Earth they, is shaking. I didn't think that was supposed to happen until the honeymoon. I love the third movie, like really it's, hard. It is, it is, it is better than the second movie by all means, but it's, it, it, it has a lot of flaws. It's a, it's an hour long episode of the TV show, and that's exactly. fine, and yeah. that's so fine. But Emperor's New Groove is solid from start to finish. There, it the starts off with the, with the protagonist who is evil. He's a bad guy. He's not a good guy at all. He's spoiled and rotten and selfish. And, and he's he, likable because of David Spade, who kind of can be good not. asshole. Yeah, exactly. He's not He's not always a nice, or I don't know about him in person, but like his characters are usually little weaselly assholes. And we have just, and at the end of it, he hasn't, he has become a better person, but he hasn't changed who he is. He hasn't even apologized to Pachi. He's like, I'm putting my thing on another hill. Your hill's like, mm, fine, like, whatever. But I'm going to find a better hill to put yeah. my magical thing on. It was on. his like, way of apologizing, but at the same time, he still didn't freaking you, apologize. You've got, oh, my gosh, you have John Goodman. I love John, John Goodman. Goodman is not appreciated enough. Oh, he's so good in this. And I'm sorry, Patrick Warburton as Kronk is the most quotable character I've ever come across in my entire life. Him and Yzma... Me and Aaron went to con this couple weekends ago, and we uh, picked characters to play from a random selection. And I picked this uh, big barbarian, uh, kind of oh, dumb. Aaron yeah. picked this really like uh, royal conniving rogue. And halfway through this session, we look at each other and we like, wait a minute, are we just playing as Isma and Kronk and? Liz being Kronk, Aaron being Yzma. Yes, like, we are. Yes, we are. We should do it more often. <laughs> Great chemistry between the two of them. Stupid amounts of chemistry. It's so and, good. And and not enough appreciation for Wendy Malick being one oh. of the first Disney mothers not only shown to be pregnant on film, but also one that nothing ever really happens to in a bad sense. No, she's really good. The and kids. She's whip smart. The kids are it's so Wendy fun. Malick, I mean, uh, yes, exactly. Just... Uh, and yeah, your age just went by. And uh, how did you describe her? Oh, uh, scary beyond all belief. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, just come on. The comedy is so on point, guys. Like I love Emperor's New Groove. I'm so glad that you and I are on the same page on this. I don't know if it's gonna make it based on the next winner, but I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it made it to the top eight. It's it's impressive and a joy. And my bracket is still at secure. Let's see if that continues. Mulan versus Encanto. It's Encanto. <laughs> I think honestly, we're gonna be this way until, until we next get to the round. top four. Yeah. It's Encanto is so good. I love Mulan, but if we're looking at our qualifications, there are some problems with it. I I love Mulan. I love it so much. I love its message. And I Mulan is a solid, solid movie. Again, in the top of the Disney movies, period. And there's nothing like a live action remake to make you appreciate the original. Yeah. Nothing like that to be like, oh my god, the original's really good, you guys. Like, cause that, cause that live action one, we, me and Aaron and I had passed judgment before we even watched it. And then we <laughs> go over to his parents' house and they have it on. And we watch the first five minutes and we look at each other and I'm like, can we change it? Like, I don't it's, even think I don't even think we asked her like, hey, we're actually we're gonna head we're gonna out. leave. Yeah, we said uh, that's it. We said we're, we're gonna leave. And normally, I I watch anything. Oh. I have watched some terrible movies with my folks just because I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't want to go do chores. I didn't want to do homework. It's like I'm just gonna 
I did not want to sit through anything of this movie past like the first five ten minutes it was awful awful guys like real awful lion king levels awful Ugh. even worse because they changed things and made it worse yeah stupid powers oh that was so you have to have the key like what huh that was the whole point is she's she She works hard They, they even talk about that um they even talk about that that it's a Western story trope to give someone powers and have them be a chosen one that has to hide their powers. That's a Western storytelling. Eastern storytelling is hard work and determination will get you far. And that's what the original Mulan has on the remake. Yeah, she has to fucking work for it. Uh, the born into privilege or uh, gain privilege, essentially. But yes, Encanto is just strong from beginning to end. So good. So it moves on. We're going to skip the next one and go down <laughs> to the final one, and then we'll come back just like we did before because so I don't know what to Rescuers do. So it's Rescuers Down Under versus Ratatouille? Correct, and it's Ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> Rescuers Down Under is a fun movie, and we, we, we kind of discussed it a lot more in depth in the first episode. Better than the first Rescuers. I know you have a nostalgic A little bit. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, it's nostalgic for me, but also it's not in my top 20 movies rescuers down under kind of gets forgotten it does but it's, it's such a good movie it's one of the better sequels for disney mm-hmm. it really is it really is ratatouille ratatouille <laughs> Rat- okay on on simply one well no no i will show you aaron um i made it all the way to the end i did a really good job you will see here that i have just written a bunch of question marks for our final showdown because i don't know I don't know. We're going to have to talk this one out really hard because we're pitting Treasure Planet against Tangled. I don't know what to do, Aaron. I'm so lost. I don't I don't know what do to you do. Want, how about this? Knowing that the situation you're in and knowing that I also very much appreciate both of these movies. Do you have a do you have an opinion? I you have do. An opinion. Oh my god. Okay. I think I think you telling me your opinion is going to help me solidify mine whether i begrudgingly agree or vehemently deny i think it's gonna help me because i don't know guys they're they're both and this might be the perfect opportunity for you to use your uh your your veto okay aaron what do you what do you think of these two so both movies are great they have very compelling protagonists and honestly a slew of fantastic well-written side characters the stories are well-paced uh, with one being slightly better than the other in pacing specifically, um, the the music obviously entangled is taken a lot more into account because it's actually musical. Whereas is with Treasure Planet, there is some non diegetic. There's a term. It I'm, is. But if you guess it, you I know, right. but that's not the right term I'm thinking of. We've I'm thinking, got uh, J- uh, Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls uh, doing uh, yeah. the the song "I'm Still Here," which is. It, it, I listen to that when I want a good cry. There, there, there are times I've watched this movie and it works really well for me, and there are times I've watched this movie and it takes me too much out of it. It, it pulls it, it pulls the uh, pulls back the veil of disbelief. Rewatchability. I've watched these both a hundred times. They're they're absolutely and they're both nostalgic for us. And now uh, seeing as as we watched these when we were in our late teens. Uh, or with Tangled or as kids, both of us. I specifically remember going to Disneyland uh, as a kid right before Treasure Planet came out, and there was these fun animatronics, and it actually kind of got me int- more interested in the movie. Um, Liz had the poster on her wall forever for uh, for that. Uh, we've we watched the whole t- Tangled series, and, and it, it sounds did. like I don't have an opinion, but I do. I know you do. I can hear it as you as you form it, and I think it has to do with that last one, which is least problematic, and and that's a real bummer to me because I don't think there's been as compelling a father son story dynamic. I know goofy movie. I know. I know. I'm like, but this is uh, not father. This is a a. An adopted a fa- a surrogate figure, not a, a father. father figure. Yes, yeah. and and a complex and complicated one. Long John Silver is one of those amazing characters that people love going back to over and over again for that the heartbreak of it of loving this but loving the the, the thrill the treasure even more. It's point breaking in its in it its is. construction. And and the the we when we discussed it way way back way uh, back. Um, and I did I, I I it's so hard to compare the two because they are almost the exact same thing but they aren't because 
the the way Long John Silver in Treasured Planet is with Jim, he's he's more explosive. He's more um, like he he reacts quicker to things, whereas Tim Curry's more uh, personable, close to the chest. more close to the chest, more conniving. It's it, it's so hard to compare the two. But like there are there are advantages on both, but I I think Treasure Planets comes off just slightly better, and I think it's less because of Long John Silver, more because of Jim, because J G L, I know one of the best actors of our time, love him, does an amazing job here, and it has solar surfing, and solar surfing is really cool too, oh, and Morph, and Morph, but it also has Ben, ben. it also has. Some annoyance, annoyances. Uh, I love uh, not Neil Patrick Harris, David Wright Hyde Pierce, Pierce, David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce is hilarious just in his own right. The actress for Captain Amelia read the script and is like, "Do you mind if I make some changes?" And like when she's talking to you her, mean, uh, what's her face? Yeah, one of the best British actresses of all time. Yeah. Um, Shoot, if you're she was married it, to Kenneth Ronald. If you're going to call it, give me your name then. <laughs> she's talking to uh, her first mate, and she says uh, a line, and she's like, stops and looks at the out of the recording booth and says, do you mind if I take that again? And she came up with a ludicrous parcel of driveling galoots. Like, she improvised and improved the script for her so hard. And also, not a furry, y'all, but Hot Captain damn. Amelia. Captain Amelia, man. It's tangled. It's tangled. You were right. You were right. It's tangled. And I know it. And I know it has to be tangled because it's this next one is going to. S- when we get tangled versus what it's going to go up against, I'm going to cry. And I do not know who's going to come out of that. But I think for all the, all the love I have for Treasure Planet, it is an emotional thing that cannot be substantiated with facts. I think Disney sent it out to die. I think it's underrated. I think it's a beautiful story. Disney I think the sends animation it out to great. die, and it will never die. It'll never die. It it has its cult following. It has its lovers. I including I, both of us. We love it so much. It's tangled. tangled. So uh, that is actually the last of the Sweet Sixteen, and uh, so what we have now is the uh, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and then the final matchup. And truth Do you be think told, we need to stop. I think we need to stop. I think we have to do an episode three, and we this has never happened before. Uh, we usually do we've two. done part we've done two parters. Yes, um, we have to we have to do a part three. We because tried really hard be to go some, fast through this. I think we wanted to like get to like the fact good we got stuff. through two rounds in in an hour is is impressive. I I'm very proud of both of us. I'm very proud of us too, and I think we need some time now to think about this because, like I said, my bracket is shot on the, an entire quadrant. Yeah, I'm gonna need to kind of essentially restart my bracket uh, myself too with with the new stuff so but we will have the updated bracket with our answers on the facebook page when this episode up uh, drops so you can see where we went and if you want to listen to our musings about why we had to go the way we did we'll have those there but you will have to wait just one more week dear listeners and then i promise we will within that episode get down to the best disney movie out of the bracket and i'm honestly i honestly don't know what's going to win looking at our contenders I know obviously what I would pick if it was just like, look at all the movies and pick one. Yes. But we're about to have some matchups that are really intense. Yes. And it's, and that, that veto, I think is going to get used a lot. We are going to start using that veto real yeah. hard. I'm going to decide because I was good. I didn't use it at all this time. I let it go, but <laughs> I ain't going to let it go but next. Frozen, but Frozen. But Frozen. No. Yeah. Uh, no, this, this there, we may have to kind of like reverse order or kind of do one around it. Cause that's definitely going to be like the last one. Uh, but uh, just to recap, we have Zootopia versus Toy Story 2. Uh, we have a Goofy movie versus Beauty and the Beast. We have Emperor's New Groove versus Encanto. And Tangled versus Ratatouille. Ah! This is, it's, ah! it is not going to be easy. We did this to ourselves. We did this to ourselves! <laughs> so, 
we have uh thank you all so much for listening and uh we are sorry we had thought that we could get through this really fast we even went down to 64 movies because we didn't do the entire canon if we i think if we'd done 32 we might have been able to do this in two parts but But we hope that this has been enjoyable for you we hope that we uh don't come off as assholes for (laughs) continuing to push this out but we also make it an enjoyable experience we don't want to become bitter so we hope you'll join us next week for the conclusion of the damn Disney animated movie Madness Bracket. Until then, he has been Aaron. She's been Elizabeth. And And we're we're married married to to the the idea. idea.